<laughs> so, uh, yeah, I told you not to get scared. But anyways, um, Egg, I need you to tell me about this dream you had the other night. Uh, that could not just stay in the DMs, the, the COVID dream that you had. Oh, it was a really weird dream. Well, I um, thought that was you, Glenn. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't me. I, no, I had a crazy dream about uh, you. The other dream I had is not even, not even anywhere near what he had. Go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So I was in like a really posh bar. It almost felt like a cruise ship bar. And uh, oh god, it's even hard to remember now because it's a couple of days later. But a bunch of people were getting sick from the new COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the only way you could tell is if their like pants turned all these like. Uh, <laughs> strange like strange neon like 80s music video colors and Word. you know it, it reminded me of like i don't know if you guys were in school during 9 11 but it reminded me of yeah. when kids were getting pulled out of school like pulled out of class and you were wondering like who was next that's kind of how it felt yeah. <laughs> for like whoever got the new covid so all of a sudden my pants started glowing these bizarre colors and it turned <laughs> out i had the delta variant and i died <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't die. I woke up. I'd say that was a dream. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah it was the O'Neill board short variant. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like I like how you just look like Polly Shore. I wish you had hope. Yeah, from the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Boy, you love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix. With that rare candy paint. Job on a whip, who you with? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, did you? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the uh, my stenography from that those DMs. Did you or did you not piss into a laptop into this dream? Oh, at the end, that's right. Like, yeah, well, that was the yeah, part. Peed, that was the part that I wanted to. Actually, I, pe- I peed into I peed into two laptops for oh, some hello. reason. Like, hello, something was I needed to do it. You know, like how mm-hmm. uh, in like in the. If you ever read anything about like in the world wars or in Vietnam, they would piss on their guns in order to like cool them off. Yeah. Wow. It was like that with a laptop. Mm, Did you in real life once? Oh no, I almost I, I actually spilled Brita water all over my freshman roommate's laptop when I was like hungover. At least it was filtered, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. goddamn not fluoride water. Yeah. But the uh I, actually there was a there was a outfielder for uh, named Moises Alou that used to piss on his hands instead of use batting gloves. And I guess that just like helped you go oh that better. Yeah, it's such an alpha move if you're a pitcher and you're like, all right, I have two outs in the inning. Who's coming up next? And the guy's just pissing all over his hands. You're like, God moist, damn it. Moist Alu. <laughs> yeah, Moist Alu. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, so you guys, are you guys aware that you guys lead the league in rare candy appearances? Whoa. Wow. Third time. Third, yeah. I, I was thinking this was our second, but it's not. No, no, it yeah. sure isn't. Yeah, it's the second time. Can't tell yeah. if I'm happy or now nah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I, yeah, I, I mean, either, but yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, you guys, this is your third time on, um, and egg, I, I love the way you use Twitter. Cause sometimes I like, Oh, he's gone for like a couple weeks and then he'll come back gone for a couple weeks, come back. And it's funny. Cause like people will hit me up and they'll be like, Hey, what, what happened to egg God Miller's? Yeah. And I'm saying, ah, man, he'll be back, dude. Don't worry. Like just, I, I don't know. He's, he's gone. Yeah. But like, then all of a sudden he'll pop back. He'll be like, yeah, I'd fuck a minion. And that's like his tweet. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. Sweet dude. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> 
I actually do like yeah, I like to return with like a really weird tweet to see who's to see who's watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean I loved your Kamala Harris retweet. Yeah, the the one the one where I don't know what you just said. You're like, you're you're fucking crazy, lol. I forget what it was. Yeah. It was the fucking forced vaccine one or what was something about yeah, something about like force feeding the population the vaccine. Yeah, oh, like, she yeah, would yeah. never. Like, actually, something. you're a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, you're a freak. Yeah, there it is. Not yeah, in a good exactly. way. Yeah. Oh man, headache. How you? How you been? Headache. Um, I'm still online here and there, but I'm not posting anymore. So, it's been a few well, so you're good. So you're you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, Twitter. We were talking about this before. It's like it feels like nothing is really going on anymore, and it's just people kind of like. I like fighting over these really niche things that a lot of times don't make it into real life and it's just got kind of boring i don't know uh yeah still, yeah. still kind of food in unfortunately but you know yeah <laughs> it's not as exciting as it used to be i know yeah. I, i'm in my own bubble on there like i'm like i see what everybody says i'm like i don't give a shit about that here's what i yeah. care about like and i just i just say that and you know like it's like, like a i was bad for you like, like yeah, yeah i'm a, like i'm the type of guy like i i don't know if you guys saw my thread this is a long time ago um but i had one where i was talking about x games music like how X Games music was a genre in like the early 2000s. It was just like, yeah. like, like pop punk bands was just like, oh, I make X Games music. You know what I mean? Like Sum 41. Yeah, that's like the number one, you know, and then like you could even get to like Simple Plan if you go a little further and stuff and and how that goes on. I like that's the shit I like to talk about. And then I'll tell you about how Pfizer's sucks and how Reagan <laughs> took liability off the vaccine companies and stuff. Like I'll pepper that shit in there. You know what I mean? That's, that's how to do it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Talk about like normal stuff and then casually say oh by the way you know like what's uh, your ultra trigger yeah. <laughs> i'm about 98 percent vax posting these days yeah you're spurred <laughs> out you're yeah that's what i do i pick a topic and harp on it for like 19 months and then switch to a new one you know like, <laughs> and yeah. then and then he'll be like hey let's talk about something else on the podcast i'm like how about you talk about something else yeah anyways egg let's get to this essay that you had safety propaganda a uh, great friend of the podcast, Adam Lear. Uh, so this is a, a meeting of the minds. This is what the establishment feared. And they, hate uh, they hated it. They, they hate it. Adam, Adam shadow banned on Twitter. It's very funny. I, oh I, God, I, yeah. It's funny because it'd be like, I'm shadow banned 500 likes. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so you have an essay. It's called on, I don't know how to say this guy. Is it Michael Haneke? Haneke? Uh, uh, it's, I, I pronounce it Haneke, but it's, yeah. I think it's, I think it's Hanukkah, like Nietzsche. Mm. Oh, all the Germans yeah. and Austrians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I say yeah. Haneke because there's a user I like named Michael Haneke Panicky. Yeah. That guy's tight. So, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, shouts to him. He loves movies. But yeah, Michael Haneke is this uh he's this Austrian director. Um the most famous movie he did, um, well, the most famous movie that's known by American audiences is um it's called Funny Games. You guys might have oh, seen I, it. Oh, I was thinking it. piano teacher. I was that was yeah, awesome. pian- yeah, Piano Teacher is pretty big. But I mean, they did funny games like uh, they did a German or an Austrian version and American. We watched that. Nice. Who gets that? Yeah. 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 Um, so what, the, then you go, you tie that into postmodern ex- existentialism. So uh, that's those certainly are words. So tell me, <laughs> uh, tell, tell me what that means. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are certainly words. Um, well, I think what Michael Haneke does in his movies a lot, he always kind of focuses on um, like the alienation that the petty bourgeois kind of mm-hmm. feel, which I think is a really interesting thread that runs through our own society. Cause like in America, um, like sometimes like the more you have, 
the less like meaning your life is because you like don't actually have to struggle at all. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that Freud quote that I mentioned that like, you know, in the future, or you'll look back in retrospect at, at the years of struggle and find the most value from them because they taught you about yourself. But if like you never had to struggle and your life is just perfectly prefabricated and curated and everything that, you know, around you arrives from Amazon, shit like that, you'll mm-hmm. just be totally removed from your world. And yeah, so I kind of touched on that because in, in the seventh continent, it's about this, this family who's, um, they're just like so depressed they end up killing themselves. It's not really a spoiler because like, you know, if you search in Google, I was attracted to the movie. Someone on Twitter recommended it and I searched it and it was like literally one sentence. It said like uh, a family in Austria like prepares to kill themselves. And I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like a plot. Which is yeah. right up my alley because I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a documentary actually. Yeah. But, it's like uh, interesting because like it's interesting the things that can really bring on depression. Like, I, I really think, like, the NPC, PMC bots are, like, the most depressed people in the world, you know, because they don't have any real friends. They don't, like, understand what it means to be a human. Yeah. And I think that's what the family in the movie was feeling. Like, they just were, you know, they're going about their jobs and just, like, everything they were doing was so organized and so orchestrated. And, you know, they had all the fancy gadgets and they did all the nice vacations. And it was, like, I was going to say, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say, is it? Because, like, those people are the ones that are, like, the most immersed in consumer society, right? Like, everything is, like you're saying, like, everything is, they have enough money to kind of buy everything they want. And, like, you end up just having, um, like, you're just, like, a service consumer, right? Like, you're just buying yeah. all the services and buying all the, the products. Yes. Like I feel like if you're poorer, you, like, you kind of, like, have some sort of, you do, you do labor still, so you have some sort of connection to the world. And if you're richer, I feel like you kind of wield power. It's like the master, it's like, it's like the master slave dialect. Yeah, where it's like you're in between. You're just kind of like consuming and sleeping, you know? You guys know like the master slave dialectic? Mm, a some, little bit, yeah. To do yeah. some Marxist, Hegelian, whatever. Yeah, like that the master like isn't realized by his own, like by his own whatever he does. Like he's only realized in his uh, oppression of the slave. Yeah. But the slave uh-huh. is actually in control of the master because the slave uh creates the world the master lives in yeah so like, yeah it's like going to walmart it's like going to walmart like and the manager you know the manager is you're like that's fucking dave dude like dave's working today this is dave's shift like he works weekends this, we, we were we can't do shit <laughs> this weekend he, this guy sucks but then dave himself goes like shopping somewhere else and they're like who the fuck's this guy you know yeah. like yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean yeah that's, interesting that's some uh that's some hegelian walmartism <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and uh and what I found funny, and I don't even know if this is what you were harping on, but like I've been thinking a lot about lately and, and not in a bad way, but like mortality and like, especially with COVID, the people who are like 99.5% survival rate for so many people. And like these people will harp on that like 0.5%, like trying to create a risk-free world, right? Just trying to create a risk-free world, like risk-free to where like they'll never see racism in the wild they'll never see anything and they, they, they can't be killed by any viruses we have shots for all that stuff and the, but it's funny because you, you see these people but they're so sad yet they are so scared of death and it's like you it's a weird combination because exactly. a lot of people you know that are like depressed aren't they're like ready to go you know what i mean like like the old old school depression right like what you'd hear about it like working class depressions like hey take me now you know but well, like yeah, yeah you hit on that in the second like the second to last or third to last paragraph in that essay it's you brought up okay yeah. exactly exactly what i wanted to bring up too yeah, yeah mortality is the weirdest part. thing like why it's why a, do you want to be alive like what what are you paradox. doing to consume 
but consumption yeah. is, is your life yeah like it's weird. yeah it's this well maybe you could speak on that a little more and then i'll, I'll gather my thoughts but yeah that that was my favorite that rung truest to me too yeah i like um the aspect of kind of like the accumulation of like years and how yeah, that's how, like, yeah how there's no there that that's you know there's no never, life in life yeah, there's life no life just... in life and there's no life in death, you know, basically. Yeah, there's and how yeah, literally our only goal right now is to extend life by whatever, which is funny because we already had, you know, with chemotherapy and modern medicine, we already kind of had this this train rolling already, right? Yeah. And and now that's just with COVID, it's this perfect storm. It's this invisible virus. It's this, you know, this is this time when we can all order shit on Grubhub. It's this mm. time when like the laptop class is just like, you know, able to do whatever the fuck they want and have all this same thing for probably some master slave dynamic in there too you know mm-hmm. uh, on, on a broader scale but um but yeah that really struck home for me as well yeah there's still people who aren't going to supermarkets exactly you know? they're, they're just they're hiring a supermarket like slave to do their uh groceries um but the slave yeah. right? the slave is more alive because they're the ones who are like going to the grocery and being like well i'm not gonna get sick for fucking yeah grabbing some frozen corn for these people you know mm-hmm. so there you mm-hmm. go it's very interesting yeah like, okay. Like, yeah. what do you value? Like, what do you value more? You know, it's like, you know, why well, just I wonder if like one day, like, what if like life expectancy just went down and not not in like a drastic way, like over time where like we're like, wow, look at all these diseases in the world. But like, what if one day they're just like, hey, man, you can live till 65, then you're done. Like, what if they tell these people, do you think these people would still consume up to 65? Like, just be a consumer, 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 pod, bug man, whatever word you want to do. Or do you think these people know that like maybe technology will always allow their lives to extend um, regardless of the quality of it, do you think do you think people would actually like? I guess it's like a social experiment. Like, would you do you think people would actually like? I mean, you and I were talking like like uh, having friendships. You know what I mean? Like actual friendships that don't involve consumerism. Like, do you think these people would go that route if they knew life was super finite, like had an actual end date? You know, for everybody. Or do you think people would be like, oh, I can live till eighty five, and yeah, with these meds, I could live till ninety, but I and I'm just gonna sit here, click and consume and click and consume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I wonder. Yeah. That's a good question. Hey, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I was like nodding along. Because um, I guess you could answer it in like two ways. I, I My personal thought is that it wouldn't make a difference um, oh, because people don't know how to live anyway. So like, what would you dang. do? Like, how would you even um, go about it? Right. How would you go about making friends? Like, you find an app for that. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like people think they're like living their best life because it's not like um, there are a lot of people around them living these like fulfilling, you know, kind of grounded, non-consumerist, whatever you want to call it, lifestyles. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of the world we live in. I guess it would probably, like, you might just have midlife crises sooner. You might just buy a Jaguar when you're, like, 42 instead of, like, 61, you know? There you like, go. Uh, just so you can enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, as opposed to let it go to waste. You know, maybe you only work till 55. But I feel like people, it is interesting, though, because um, I feel like a big part of what you guys are talking about, like, the way people kind of treat their lives is just, like, never-ending is because, like it feels never ending because you never really know when you're going to die. Right. Right. And if you're healthy and obsessed with life, maybe you think you're going to live past a hundred and you probably will, yeah. you know, by the time people our age are, you know, a hundred and living like these really clean, um, you know, sanitized lifestyles. But um, it's a good question. Cause like putting a definitive line in the sand definitely would change psychology. It's not really not how it's interesting. I mean, look at a good way to look at it about how people would approach life if they knew who was going to be up at 65. As Hedick said, like, you wouldn't know how. I mean, think about how, um, like, the, I would say, like, the middle, upper class and up, like, what do they do in their free time? All their all their hobbies are extremely sanitized and totally, 
risk averse. A really interesting mm-hmm. thing that I've noticed is that, you know, like people like to get their kicks. They like the most, the most exciting thing they do are like, they really just, they just like travel. And it's like, there's it's no, travel, like, it's travel and food and like mild recreational drugs, like wine and shit. Yeah. Like, like, you know, it's it's all like wine like, yeah. or microdosing, like just uh-huh. very safe. Yeah. There's no like sense of danger. There's no sense of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you don't know shit wine. about yourself. Yeah. Not only do we push away death to a you know to a further point in time than it's ever been before and out of our our collective psyche but we we push it we push it away from even from like our family members you know they they go into homes and they go into hospitals and things and this sanitized environments you know no one ever you know dying from like a an actual accident or 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 suicide or something like that is just a a total shock to our system these days yeah exactly (laughs) and it's um it's actually interesting that like you know uh you brought up this movie which i haven't seen about this whole chosen suicide thing because i i had someone very close to me uh a number of years back uh take their lives which was the first time that's ever happened to me like knowing someone that's happened you know Mm -hmm. and um and yeah it's a trip where you kind of you know and they weren't happy you know and they they were looking for a way out and they they found it you know and um and i don't know i think i think it's just a trip how just just how like I, I don't think we fully realize how neutered we've become you know i know like that's you know trite and, and cliche to say but i mean the, the world has changed so much in the last 50 years you know to, in two generations let's say to where you, you know this virus thing is is like a not to make it about covid necessarily but it, it is a reflection you get an air our, horn every time we bring up i know yeah exactly yeah but it but it's just, it is totally like this couldn't have happened in any other time. Our response to this and our, you know, our whole freaking out about every little thing kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's like, um, well, a big problem is also that uh, people were literally convinced that it was like the plague, you know? Yeah. That's like the issue, I think, because. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you think? We, I, I was going to say, um, like, I don't know how much of COVID is actually fear of death. I think it might. Well, OK, it is. But um, I think the fear comes from the fact that people think it's worse than it is, which is like media consumption. Right. Not necessarily like if COVID actually was a highly deadly disease, like, I guess I would be kind of afraid of it. Right. Um, like, I don't want to die. Because you know? yeah, when you study too, like, it's like it's not to say that, like, oh, like, don't be afraid to die, you know, it, like there's a risk reward with everything. Right. But yeah, um, I think a lot of it reflects like the media consumption of um, side of the people you call like the laptop class. Like a great way to put it. Like they're like always consuming this media, like, you know, and they're downtime at work basically. Right. Which is all the time. Um, yeah. And like, you get this kind of war perception of the world that you don't leave your house to begin with. Um, yeah. That makes it seem like there's an actual plague going around. Right. Exactly. And, like if that were true, it would make sense to be afraid. Right. I think Slothrop yeah. said this really well. Slothrop said that, what he noticed is that people, um, like Southerners, he gave a good example. like they go out and they, like, they're, they're more active in their communities and stuff. But if you're extremely isolated and just consuming media, like uh, you don't talk to anyone. You don't know how like, you know, you don't talk to anyone who actually had it or who, whose parents had it. Everyone yeah. I talked to, like everyone I knew who knew people who had it, they just got like, you know, either kind of sick or, you know, pretty sick for a week. And like, I don't know anybody – We the congressman in our community that's the only person we know who died and he was like 
you know, out of the hundred, out of the thousand people closest to you, yeah. I wouldn't put him up there. Yeah, like, right. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's not a top thousand. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he <laughs> did not crack the top thousand. Yeah, well, um, well yeah. uh, how do you think he feels about that? That he wasn't top thousand. Well, he's, he's, he, yeah. He's, he's dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> he can't really feel anything. <laughs> Well, but it's crazy. Yeah, he, no, yeah. no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Uh, you you listen to anyone who has had a near death experience, or has had like, or has been addicted to drugs like in a really hardcore way, or has, you know, come at a close call, or or come out of a fucked up situation, and if if they don't get bitter, if if they don't get embittered by that or anything, they come out and they are living life to the fullest, and they know sure. that they that this shit is not guaranteed, so not like in a fearful way that you got to cram it in or whatever, but just in a free freedom way that like, Oh, I literally can do whatever the fuck I want. Cause life is not guaranteed. It's like a, it's a gift, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a blank canvas. And uh, versus, you know, people that just went to school, went to college, did the mm. laptop thing. And that's the thing, you know, you're, you're, I think, I think a lot of these people feel a guilt, you know, where they're, they're making, you know, a good salary when there's so much poverty and bullshit in the world. And, and, you know, you know yeah, class you issues and everything when they're yeah where they like they spend like fucking six hours a day surfing cnn and there, there's an implicit guilt in that mm-hmm. which i think is a big uh, that circles back to the whole you know yeah everything but i gotta watch this movie that we got we should watch that and we should yeah and and yeah. i'd like to i'd like to add that um i think a lot of these people because this isn't like that's why i think it's important to be class-based because like i go to work and like none of this shit makes any yeah. sense like nobody knows anything about this shit like they're just like trying to survive and like i'm gonna go take my little vegas vacation i'm gonna go take my little this but like at the end of the day we're gonna have fun at work we're gonna take but these people that are you know like the laptop class and the the especially the super online people um you know i'm i'm online but i i do go out i go for hikes i go for runs and um i do a lot of physical activity you touch grass I, 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 I actually touch glass i like that my job is touching grass i actually look forward to not touching grass like, i'm actually like very excited to be like on you know on the couch like i like but work outside. Hey, man. Hang on. Yeah, it's, a little it's like fuck. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that for free, bud. Yeah, yeah exactly. but the yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> any, anyways, like, um, I guess like it's kind of been um these people have been reduced to the fact where like, and this is kind of a, a little bit of a change of subject, but like your politics make you who you are, and I don't think I used to think that was true a long time ago. Was like, oh, well, this guy, you know, yeah, this guy's pro life. This guy's pro choice. That's a bad person. But then you, you know you might know somebody who you disagree with. That's like the nicest guy of all time, you know, like just, just on a, on a thing, like a guy will make sure you uh, everything's fine in the neighborhood guy, like small town community stuff where that stuff doesn't matter. But these people are predicated on the fact that they're like politics reductionists, if that makes any sense, where it doesn't matter how they live their life. As long as they are not fascist, not racist. There there are people I talked to somebody, I forgot who, but I was talking to somebody who said that, she wrote off friends completely because of how they felt about Israel, Palestine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, so, cause at the end of the day, like if you're in America and you're posting your opinions about Israel, Palestine, it's basically like wearing a t-shirt. Right. So yeah. it's like, like, yeah. like you always bring this up headache that like, yeah. like fascists, like, like if you're like an individual who can't really put, who can't really affect any change in the world, like you're not a, a fascist. You're just like somebody who like, might have some views that would be considered fascist yeah i, I yeah i guess i said same thing about communists too like when you say i am a communist it's like what is like 
Like how are how is one a communist or a fascist? Like, yeah, I, I agree. You know? I don't think I don't like, think like, a, I don't think you, you can you be a, a fascist. Like uh, you or I could not just be a fascist. Like yeah, yeah you have to like you'd have to like be a part of a fascist party or like be like you made a good example. You're like Lenin was a communist because he was the head of the communist state. He had the power uh, to be. Yeah, like yeah, he he advanced communism, right? Like it's I don't know, like we're all just neoliberals at the end of the day because it's like that's what like that's. I'm a capitalist because I work for a wage. Yeah, yeah. I think Campot said that that we're all neoliberals. Yeah, he was right about that. It's probably true. I, I mean, like it's it, it's probably like you can have your political views, but you are the society you live in. I mean, exactly. It, it, you are the society you live in, and you can have these views, and that's why, like, I, I, there's people at my work, like, there's some like libtards in construction like there's some like super like cnn li- it's it's horrible and they, guess who does the least amount of work on the job site oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah yeah well Joe. but that's their thing yeah. they think they feel exonerated by not working as hard i mean this is anecdotal i'm not speaking on everybody it's anecdotal they'll feel exonerated and they'll be like well yeah i mean of course that guy's standing there with the jackhammer all day he watches tucker carlson and yeah, you know and, yeah. and you're <laughs> like you know and, and it's 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 it, that's what i'm saying people don't care about their actions anymore they care about their beliefs and it's really weird because you don't do actions a lot now under the covid pretext like you're not you don't have a chance to do actions because you're inside you're by yourself nobody can see you i mean other than the nsa like that but yeah, yeah the nsa is neoliberal so they're like yeah please keep jacking off five times a day like NSA, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's funny like you know I, I i that's that's where i was getting at with that it was like basically like these people just think that I have these politics, therefore I am good. I'm yes. going, yeah. But it's funny because they don't, like a lot of these people are like atheist. You know, I'm not knocking anybody that doesn't believe in God or Christianity or anything like that, but I'm saying a lot of these people are atheists. So I'm like, what are you, like, what's the end game here? You want to be a good person, but for what? Nah, yeah, that's the, there's, you t- you tapped on something important there, I feel. And I've been kind of, that's the funny thing about the whole, I don't know, I'm not a materialist atheist whatsoever i don't know how you guys feel about that you know mm. um philosophically or whatever but because like, i ordered two shirts that said materialist and atheist <laughs> house so birthday, uh, yeah <laughs> see what the cancer i'll just is. tie dye them dude fucking, yeah. Yeah. are they white <laughs> yeah, are they, the yeah biggest fucking loser in the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i love this i don't know i don't know if we're getting too into the weeds here but um you know this because it's so you know you guys know sam harris right who is go off on yeah, please, yeah. please go ahead you've been edging Man, on sam harris I, for the longest time please just go well, off I mean, we're just i just don't like vibe with him at all basically you know what i mean people love that dude and think he's like this fucking super smart logical dude and i mean it's fun yeah look the, the free will thing is interesting i get what he's saying you know no free will basically it's all preordained because nothing exists outside no, there's no mind that exists outside our brain essentially and our brain is just a byproduct of the big bang like literally that's what these guys believe you know yeah which i think is like a religious kind of kind it's of religion. fundamentalist belief, you're still filling a void itself. you're still filling that void yeah. of needing that because again that might be true it's fine you know to, to have that belief i'm not not it might be, you know i'm not even saying that's wrong to believe that but just this weird thing you know they they always you know you don't have free will but i want you to exercise your free will to believe what i believe about not having free will uh. <laughs> and also get the vaccine and also get this, <laughs> and also and, yeah. you know, and it's like and it's the crazy yeah it's like the the biggest fear of, it used to be like you were scared of going to hell and that's why you're afraid of death and exactly. now it's like you're afraid of never existing ever again 
So that's where we're going to artificially like the AI chatbot girlfriend thing. Remember oh, that on the that, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Did you see that, that shit? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some guys, some guy's wife died and he created, I don't know if he uh, created it or had, uh, it, it's, it's happened. I think there was literally a black mirror episode. I know that gets overused, but like people are like, no, there, there's black a mirror. Lot, yeah. there yeah. actually is a actual black mirror episode where like you lose a spouse and like you can create like an AI chatbot um that will talk to you in the way that they talk to you which is and, so interesting i feel yeah which is, yeah because that's yeah, weird but, because like at the end of the day these people who are religious and and i don't i don't i'm not a religious person i just have my personal belief i don't belong to an organ organized religion yeah. but i but i am i do believe in in more than what i see in front of me is all i'm gonna say and these people are that's like the sign of like not believing in shit is when I, I have to correct everything that's gone wrong in my life. You know, like I have to, I, well, you know, the this guy's wife died. I have to be able to like AOL uh, screen name chat, like instant message this chick, you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah. it doesn't it, like at the end of the day, most religions are like, I'll meet, I'll see you later. You know what I mean? I'll see, I'll, <laughs> and, I'll see well, you later. We'll meet up later. Yeah. And you have that, whether that's true or not. I, hey, that's not for me to decide, but you yeah. have that in your mind. And these people don't believe in that. So that means like they have to cram all this like insane shit into like an 83 year span. Yeah. And it's funny that, you know, when someone close to you dies, the reason it's painful is because no one can replace that person, not any other human relationship, let alone a fucking computer. You know, (laughs) that's the that's the weird. Yeah, I know. Sorry, my iOS didn't update. So I can't talk to my wife today. Yeah, I got it. I have have one more. I I don't know if you want to keep talking about the film, but I have one more question for you since I haven't seen it. I just read the, the essay. Sure. The decision to the decision to go through with the suicide is that like an act of courage in these guys because they they saw the facade for what it was and they're like and again I need to we need to watch it you know is it are they did they wake up from the matrix so to speak you know where everyone else is just trapped what do you think about the the that theme that and when in terms yeah, that's of that's really action? that's a really good point so Annika is criticized a lot for being like super cynical mm-hmm. to the point of like almost. Um, bordering just like pure nihilism so a lot of people would look at that suicide you know just through understanding what they know about him and see it just kind of as like um well what else is there to do right and you could kind of look at it as what else is there to do but if there's nothing else to do but kill yourself what does that say about contemporary society right so it's like uh it's like an act of refusal right it's like the marcuse's idea of the great refusal like hmm. the best, like like Herbert Marcuse believed that like the really only only way to sort of take down capitalism is just like refuse what it offers you. Like don't buy dumb yeah. shit, um, don't vote for neoliberal politicians left and right. Like just mm-hmm. don't do it. Um, which is funny because like that's what the hippies kind of preached, and now the modern day hippies are just kind of like total consumed Ooh. bots. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need we need to bring real hippies back. I agree, but the, uh, the <laughs> well, I find that I find that interesting. Um, and I, I, you and I were touching on that. I, we talked about it a little early in the episode too, but the, um, you, so you brought up an interesting point, egg, and I'm sure headache, you, you, you've talked about it with egg about this, but the, the, the in-person friendship thing, how that's anti, that's more anti-capitalist than like anything, you know? Does, um, so yeah, I really, I really like this because, okay. The, the perfect, this is a perfect episode to talk about it because you two know each other. 
we know each other you know what i mean like beyond these screens the zoom conversation we're and stuff. like yeah yeah <laughs> exactly right. yeah. hey shit I'm ever, up. Like, oh no for yeah. sure i do want to do a world tour one day oh once yeah, i mean yeah. i don't know i'm sure they're gonna make me fucking moderna triple mask fucking yeah. you know oh, you're crossing shield. the ohio border yeah, yeah. you're gonna yeah. need yeah <laughs> have you seen kentucky's icu situation <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but anyways uh eight people are in the hospital right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but anyways, like the in-person yeah. friendship, how that is anti-capitalist. Um I think that's I think that's great. Uh but I'll, I'll allow you to elaborate on it, but like it's it's interesting because I guess what you were saying was consumerism like friendships aren't consumerism, right? I mean, sometimes you'll go out like you have certain do you ever have certain friends where everything involves a, like a financial transaction? Mm-hmm, Not so much mm-hmm. that you're paying each other, but like we have to go do a thing like yeah. for us to hang out. But you have a real yeah. friend where it's like, hey, just come over to my house. Well, hey, what are, yeah. you ever do, invite somebody over and they're like, what are we going to do? It's like, what? Why do you care? Yeah. You know, yeah. like like so I, I it's interesting. Like, please elaborate on that and do a smart guy analysis of what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> That's why we yeah. have you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, we've been talking about this like a lot, I guess. You know, we have a pretty good group of friends that we've like kept in touch with since high school. And, you know, it, it's sort of interesting because a lot of, you know, a lot of like the neoliberals online, you know, like the left neolibs, whatever the radicals, whatever you want to call them, they're always focused on like, um, what the hell is it called? Like mutual aid or like uh, building, building like local power. I hate and, that I'm, shit. and I'm like, dude, just like have like a good knit, a good community of like friends and family so that like, you know, you're going to be good. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like these, a lot of them are just like incapable of having um friends that don't as you said either revolve around like the commodity or um where they they see that where they sort of see themselves as commodities looking to like accentuate another commodity right like that goes back to identity right like if you're if you decide to be the goth kid in high school you're gonna look for other goth kids that hasn't changed right yeah um a lot of people just kind of look at human other humans like furniture you know like how am i going to furnish my house uh, how am I going to like make, you know, what, what friends are going to accentuate me in the way I want to be accentuated? Um, yeah. So it's, it's tough to escape. I mean, you can see it in the allegiances that people make on Twitter, right? Like there's, there's there, it's funny. Cause there are people who I have like an alt, I'm sure you guys know my alt, but there are people who, there are people who won't associate with my God posts because, you know, I'm deemed whatever bad man by some of these people, but they'll like all my, all my, uh, my other, I love that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what you're and I'm about. just like, I'm just like, so what? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you? Uh, <laughs> the yeah, so, brand is toxic. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that to me reflects just kind of like viewing the world through, um, like, like, just a mode of consumption, right? Just being like, well, I am not a person. I'm just who I, I'm just who I am um, by what products I consume. Do you want to talk about? Um, we, this is a thought that you had, a big pet peeve of yours that probably like started right when Venmo came out. Like, speak on it. it. Well, I want you to speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> like seven, eight years ago. Kind of drunk, honestly. No, but Egg always hated when friends would like obsess over Venmoing each other, like oh, down to the yeah, dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to dinner, right? And like we couldn't really put it into words because this was like right out of college, you know, like yeah, we were, we're like real little kids. Um, but like it goes back to that where it's like, a real friendship isn't transactional, right? It, it's like a break from um, the market, right? Yeah. Um, like, I think it's like kind of like the summarize. Like, it's a lot of these online franchises in particular are completely 
It was more by the market, not by, um, you know, um, what do you call like monetary, but like social markets, right? Like yeah. social yeah. capital, like, um, you know, followers gets you something, uh, whether it's finances or cloud, cloud. <laughs> right? Cloud, uh, cloud, right. Can, be, cloud can be exchanged money. for money. It can be exchanged oh, for Oh, sure. Money. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, right, right. It it's, it's exchangeable. It's exchangeable for sure. It has purchasing power. Um, and like when, when any relationship is attached to that kind of dynamic, it's impossible to actually like form friendships in my opinion. That's, right? that's transactional. It's reification, you know, like the Martians. Who, who was talking about? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Where yeah. like, it, like where social relations are frozen, where you can't escape a commodity relation between individuals and things. Yeah. Um, Venmo. Yeah. Venmo is a perfect example. Like the constant yeah. need to vet, like, but I noticed that the people who are most obsessed with like Venmo are like the upper middle class. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. No, that's so what weird. I was just going to bring up like that. And that's just like always the poor people that are like, just give me next time. You know? Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. It's so it's true. Like, like poor, people, poor people like literally will give you the shirt off their back, even if they only have like one shirt, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's so fucking true. Like, uh, it's that Warren know. Buffett shit. That's why I hate Warren Buffett. It's like, I hate billionaires that are like, like, Oh me, I get Kirkland signature khakis. Like I fuck off. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like checking yeah. the price tag, like Warren Buffett walking through Costco and he's looking at like oh 2399. Yeah. That's so you're you're hoarding this yeah. wealth and you're not even cool enough to get like yeah. cool with it. Ball out. I want billionaires that yeah. ball out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, exactly. that's yeah, how I know true. that's how I know you're truly yeah. like you have a pulse. You or know what Cuban I mean? Like not Mark like Cuban pill. Yeah, yeah Mark Cuban, like guys like oh, we've talked about that, but yeah. No, you're right. Like I, Venmo, I was laughing. I, I had this like coworker and I'm very like prompt. I'm, you know, like I, as soon as like I have a debt, I want to pay it off like to a person, yeah. to a private company. Fuck off. Cause send me, the, <laughs> yeah. send, me the, send me the letter with the red letters on it. Then I'll start paying. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, certain people, like if I find out like somebody, you know, for whatever reason, like, oh, they, Hey, they don't take uh debit cards here. And this person had cash you know, like at like a food truck or something. And I'll be like, oh, hey, I'll get you. Like, I will literally pay that person within the like five minutes. But this person, right, it was that situation. It was at my job. And this guy, like, this was a manager at my job. He has a little bit more money and stuff. And he he was like, yeah, yeah, no, I got you. He bought this from the food truck and then goes, on Venmo, I didn't know you could do this. Requested money from me from Venmo oh, yeah. Yeah. within five minutes. Beta, I was dude. like, dude, what do you think I'm gonna fucking run off with like the hamburger outfit with the <laughs> 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 yeah. running off? Aha, I'll, you'll never catch I'll glad- me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll gladly Venmo yeah. you Tuesday for a hamburger today. I, yeah. I like that we work at the same company. What am I gonna yeah. do? You're gonna break my legs with a steel pipe? Like, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm you laughing. had to open the app and re- hit request on a motherfucker. I thought he was sending yeah, a text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him doing it. Yeah, requesting yeah. like social things like, you know, if I like work a gig and they in the email it says, oh, you know, to get your payment request so and so that's fine. But, like request yeah, requesting money is like it's like sicko shit. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. request yeah. But I, I find that like I went to a I remember I went to a bar with like I was watching the, the New York Marathon with someone and I bought these two people like a beer like around. They're just like, oh can we Venmo you? I'm like, no, like fuck no. Yeah, I bought like, you a beer. Yeah. Yeah, this is like this is like a this is like me being like friendly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and it's weird because like, you know, uh, it was foreign to them, the concept of doing this. And it made me really sad. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great point. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I'm, I, I'm, if I'm the guy, you got the beer, I'm going to offer, like, I'm going to be like, Hey, like, or, or what I'll, what the, the real Chad move is I'll get the next one. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the Chad yeah. move, is I'm getting the next round of beers for us. 
Like that's yeah. that's what you do. Not like, hey, can I Venmo? And then we're just back and forth Venmoing all day. Yeah, and we're exactly. staring at screens. Uh, and we're yeah. just staring at our screens at the yeah, bar. Yeah, exactly. It's like the um it, I mean, I'm sure you guys hate this, but it's like the uh well actually I learned this isn't in California, apparently. Well, I know you got I got the West Coast, but the uh scanning the the dinner menus at a restaurant. Oh my God, yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. Yes, I, I, it I that like you can't even get COVID through services. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's I know. You know what's funny is like, um, and I had to throw my mom. My mom is very like neo lib. Like we're not very. We don't have a lot of money, but like, she's another one of those people that thinks we'll have more money if we live this lifestyle. If we do the uh, neo lib shit, like I she's kind of like it's it's very it's very odd. And um and but she, like we were out we were out having a great time like in this downtown area where we live and stuff having a great time having beer somewhere. But it wasn't a place where we could eat. So she was like, hey, find a spot like over here where we could eat. So, hey, that place looks good. And in my head, I'm thinking, let's go over there and then we'll just sit down and get a menu and we'll find something that we like. You know what I mean? But like, no, she's like, no, go scan the QR code and then we'll look here to see if there's something that we like. like it's just like, fuck. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's it's I don't want to play into that game. Like, it's like, it's like, I, yeah, you're not far removed from like scanning a QR code and then just like ordering through your phone and like having no like interaction with service, you know, and then boom, that's another job that's like shot. Right. It's just, like training. It's just training you to get used exactly. to it. And just on a purely on a purely technical level, half the times it's like some dumbass PDF that you have to you can't even zoom in on, and you're like, uh, what <laughs> oh, is yeah. it? fucking is that nachos or uh, yeah. 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 yeah? Yeah, there's no reviews. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything is this way. Everything is like we have to use the fucking phones for it to avoid COVID. <laughs> it's so dumb, man. It's so which is dumb because yeah. that technology it's... was ready to fucking go. Yeah, and we're like, when do we drop this? And they're like, oh, how about now, nah, March 2020? Yeah, and yeah. and yeah. it's like yeah. it's so annoying. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I'm so mad. At it. Like that was when you told me about that because, like, for me and him, like we've known each other forever. However, in the last year and a half, pretty much been this is how we've talked. Yeah. And and he came over to my house a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. like. And it was like cathartic. I don't know about oh, him. Yeah. He's probably oh, like, yeah. he's probably like, hey, you're gay, whatever. But like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it was cool. I was like, damn, it's crazy. Now our conversation, literally the same as we talk on the yeah. pod. That's just how we talk and, and yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. But it was like, damn, like I'm talking to you. You're at my house. I'm offering you food from, you know, here. Do you want, yeah. uh, you know, my wife I had, the, had your fucking homebrewed beer that you home, say homebrew beer yeah, fucking, typical yeah, california like, shit made a plant-based meal and had a uh uh yeah, home homebrew beer. ipa dude. yeah homebrew yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very yeah. californian and uh, <laughs> yeah. so so like and then i venmoed you the appropriate amount yeah i did <laughs> I, yeah what about the labor yeah yeah oh my god we had a friend <laughs> yeah. mutual aid yeah, I know. I, I brought out Das Kapital and said, "Hey, excuse me, sir. Uh, you owe me some money here. You've extract exploited my labor." And uh, no, it's crazy. Like, like it was, it was, it was cathartic in a sense where it was like, "Damn, dude! Like, we're talking the same, we're speaking the same, but it was, it was, it was like an overall ambiance that you can't get from a screen that just." is great and like like i like i like going to a restaurant there's these neoliberal shit is the fear of the unknown i've come to realize that they're trying to they they, they want no risk and no unknown right it's the along came poly ben stiller character who's a risk assessment guy who's like don't step on the subway great don't step on this this mm-hmm. could happen this could happen regardless of the percentages just that one any any percentage of a bad situation happening means a bad situation is going to happen and yeah. what what I, I'm kind of like if I go to a restaurant now, I don't even want to. I, I like to look up like maybe some pictures of the food. Oh, that looks good. But like, I don't want to know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Like, I want to just go there and be like, look at the menu, have it order a drink and be like, this is this is how you do things. This is what we did 10 years ago. You yeah. know, what I mean? like, like, why is it so oh, yeah. foreign to people now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it's and the mutual, the mutual aid thing I want to touch it because we 
we briefly talked about that and then we got on the venmo thing which i i'm actually glad because i think i read your thread on exactly what we brought up and i wanted to talk about on this on pod but i forgot who was talking about it and it was you hey god so thank you but the mutual aid thing is so funny i mean the first time i heard that i got those that creepy feeling of this like oh Uh, some weird like this some weird new left shit or something you know and mm -hmm. and uh i mean beyond the obvious besides the obvious fact that it's clearly like a psyop to get us to pay for each other's shit instead of actually like yeah. stopping the extraction of wealth by fucking the elite from, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, or like, like AOC saying like, we need mutual aid. It's like, no, we need you to do your fucking job. And like, yeah. actually get, yeah. you know, our politicians, like, like, like your yeah. own, the most libertarian thing I've ever heard of all time of any politician is, is a, an elected socialist telling yeah. me that we need to do mutual aid. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Dude, it's fucking tra- Chapo Trap House raised like 900 grand for like Palestine. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm like, shouldn't Chapo Trap House be like putting pressure on elected officials? Like, should, yeah. isn't that more valuable? Or using, like, don't they already get somebody from Patreon? Like, give yeah. it here. Give like, it here. Like, yeah, like dude, like, like, go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> there's people in New York in homeless encampments, you know, like, excuse me, sir, stepping over them. I got to get this to Palestine, like, stepping over a bum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah, like, it's, it's across the fucking continents. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> across the it's Atlantic like, well, we have, Yeah. We have three executives of this NGO making 333000 You know, it's, it's like exactly that amount of money. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry I the, derailed you. You were no, going no, on but, mutual aid. Yeah. Well, there's the, the clearly, there's the obvious, like, political aspect of it, which is bullshit. And then there's just the whole, like, these things always get fucking dehumanized, whether it's, like, the sex work conversation or the mutual aid conversation. It's, it makes you feel like a fucking robot. And it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just creepy to me. Uh, you know, and it's... And again, like we, it's this term, it's an unnecessary term because like you said, the stronger friendships you have, this shit just takes care of itself. The stronger community you have, you know, like just, we just got to focus on that. The better family structures yeah. you have. It's you know? sad when someone tells you, you have to do mutual aid. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's very it's sad. It's, it's, it's the hat. It's like bring around the hat. You know, it's like really interesting that I've noticed that happens a lot. It's like, do you ever see like the people like will retweet, like donate, like, like, like somebody's GoFundMe. And they're always like, you know, help so-and-so like get out of like homelessness or whatever. And like, you know, the person, not, not, not that I'm trying to knock like the people who are in these situations, because that yeah. sucks and it's not their fault, but like the GoFundMes that they always seem to just, it's just like passing around the hat for people you don't know yeah. in these circumstances. And it just like feels so futile, you know, it just feels like what you got and, oh <laughs> headache just pulled a book out of his uh out of his well uh, i was gonna say uh, sorry no finish it no i was just saying how um like the public is almost like shaken down by like these stories like i remember like reading something about how like gofundme like accounted for like 30 percent of the money that was like given toward medical procedures oh. like that's insane and like you yeah. can't really you can't knock people who donate it's like it's better than nothing right. but it's just like that that should be like uh that's outrageous like that that should oh it's funny it's funny that i mean yeah that on an individual level it gets people out of a jam or whatever which is cool but like you you know like the (laughs) you know like the hospital and pharma execs are like okay gofundme is accounting for 30 percent of our revenue this time how can we pump this up how can we yeah like how can oh yeah we need another abc7 news story we need another yeah it's like abc is like the perfect she's the perfect one to just usher that in just being like you know what the problem is us we're not being 
we're not being like humanistic enough. We have to keep doing mutual aid. Like you can just hear her saying that. And that's mm-hmm. such a W for karma. And yeah. just okay. as, as an aside, like this is just something like I don't give a fuck what people are into or whatever, but these same people are always like against cryptocurrency, which is kind of weird because, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, go again, off, like I, I know I'm like a, just a fucking Bitcoin you know, hits like, 40K and he wants to start talking about this. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Weird how the, uh, we didn't talk weird about this the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's always like, you know, it's always like, oh, these fucking nerds into crypto. And then, they're, you know, it's like every, you know, you're. It's fine. You're defending the U.S. dollar. That's okay. You know, that's that's like, the Nick know, Land. That's the, the Nick Land quote. Nick exactly, Nick Land yeah. had the, the Nick Land. I mean, say what you will about Nick Land. I don't know how awesome that guy is or anything, but like he he said, like somebody's like, why are you so into Bitcoin? And he's like, well, t- tell me to find a better way to like bet against the U.S. dollar. Oh yeah, yeah. Which like, like if you're pro U.S. dollar and you're like some socialist, it's like oh, all right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just. It's just weird to me. Like I just. Like exactly. I understand. Like what their line of thinking is. Is like, and we don't have to get into that. Sorry, so I go on. Yeah. No. 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 That was it. I, I don't know. That wasn't even a developed thought for me. It was just kind of. It's weird how these things always force you to play the same game that got us into the situation. They always want you to play the same game that got you into the problem. You know. Yeah, and, and then say we didn't play that, that game correctly. When exactly, exactly, exactly. No, like I said, like, like the the leftists want to see the world burn and then claim that we didn't burn it down properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I, I've been sorry. I've been like working on that. I've been minting uh, currency with that written on it with my face. You but, got some good shit in uh, your notebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we we um, but yeah, like the in person, like it, it's all it's. The ultimate way to cope with capitalism, like I said, is the stuff we're talking about, because that's all that's what I'm worried about now. I don't I'm not we're not going to see socialism in our lifetime. Um, I'm going to look for some material gains for the working class. Um, it doesn't seem like we're going to get any um, for a while, but um, they're not coming from the left. <laughs> they're not coming from the left. And yeah. and I don't I don't know, man. I don't even know about the right, to be honest, but we <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think so i i think there's i think everybody i think the powers that be have their bases covered let's just say that much and um yeah they do. yeah you're right like it's like have, have like it feels weird to like i never thought that 10 years ago i'd be like on a podcast telling people to make friends again you know <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah, you're like, like, Bar- you're like yeah, barney yeah. Oh, that's a that's a that's a crazy oh shit that. dude bitcoin's doing numbers all right no, it is. That's why I mean, so I, was, I, was, I was making fun of Sai. Yeah, I was like, I just oh, checked yeah, it right. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, I, bought, I bought yeah. this thing called Axie because I, I follow a bunch of the crypto people. Dude, I yeah. bought Axie like because it was it had to do something with NFTs. I bought like a hundred dollars worth of it uh, a couple months ago, and it's up like eleven. It's up like a thousand percent. Yeah, crypto is like right. crypto is really insane. Yeah, I really can't. What's What's the ticker for that I AXI? Think I think it's AXS. AXS. Okay. Um, or- People, people like will knock crypto people, and I'm just like, dude, this is literally like, you know, like yeah. If you're, if you're locked out of like making wealth in any way, like of course you're gonna look for some version of like a get rich quick type thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's I get just, it, man. Crypto people are hilarious and fucking. Oh, they're yeah, they're absurd. They're, yeah, uh, like it's it's dude, like, but dude, literally the only reason crypto is cringe among these people is because like their media outlets don't talk. Like yeah, that's, that's literally yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if they're if they're if they're like favorite internet people start talking about it, that would be cool. Like I mean, yeah. you know, it's just like yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's well, really it's just, just that simple. It's just it's also just weird how every you know you send someone some bucks on GoFundMe or Venmo, those are U.S. dollars, but they're fucking fake illusionary U.S. dollars. You might as well have some like fake illusionary crypto based 
currency that is has some kind of proof of stake and work attached to it you know what i mean like it's you're doing the same thing it's just you you know it's just weird like dollar is already fake and it's like extra fake now when you throw it on yeah. the interwebs you know what i mean it's yeah, just like yeah. it's it's nothing it's fucking nothing yeah and uh, and i'm not even like anti like like fiat guy or whatever I, you know i don't know it's just interesting it's i'm an anti-fiat those cars are gay yeah but again it's a cultural <laughs> thing it's like, yeah it's, a, it's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they're right yeah that, that's the are those the minis right they look like those dumb smart cars like in the like i don't know i there was a conservative guy that i was i'm sorry completely no 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 like I'm crypto I'm but there was a yeah like the fiats are like those little tiny like they're like the size of my laptop like just little tiny things and and you yeah. sit in there and um they kind of remind me of like a, like a how marie kondo would construct a car like where it's it's like it's very minimalist like you just need like something that encases your body with like a gas pedal and <laughs> and uh but there, there, we have these things in the bay area. I don't know if they have them ever. They're literally called smart cars, and they're basically like just one-player games. We're just like, just like, yeah, you've seen them. And like, there was this conservative guy like at my work, and he was like, you know, we work out in the road, so we saw him drive by. He goes, "How smart is a car if a fucking semi hits it and it fucking demolishes it?" Really <laughs> smart car? I call it a dumb car. And I was Beast. like, honestly, yeah. like, yeah, it's not very smart if you get hit by anything. But uh, nonetheless. Uh, I rented one of those once. It was scary as fuck. Dude. It was, yeah. Wow. It was, They're yeah. like the evolution uh-huh. of the Beetle, you know? Yeah, you go yeah. over a speed bump and it sounds like fucking Normandy and shit. You're like, oh, <laughs> man, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it, it feels weird talking about on Zoom in person friendships. You know what I mean? Like, it does feel weird talking the way we're talking. And it's like a paradox that I run into a lot where I'm like, well, I'm online, like, doing a podcast telling people to go outside telling people sure. to do this mm-hmm. but but honestly like what what else can you do like there's another, game, like, there's another game in town you know yeah like, yeah, yeah. To, like the i've always believed that like twitter is the reincarnation of like the greek or the roman agora you know like where people will go and share ideas and stuff and it's like this doesn't really exist in the world like you you don't really run into people especially it's not in academia like i'm vaguely or sort of in academia i'm just an adjunct but like i've been in meetings and these people don't talk about ideas they're just like no, bottom, they're yeah. like bottom they're bottom liners they're uh pragmatists but they don't talk about ideas twitter's like you know like you've learned more on twitter than you have oh, in all yeah. of academia yeah exactly yeah. yeah like i sure. like yeah. my students are always surprised because i teach mostly freshmen they're always just like surprised by my class because like i'm more focused on ideas and a lot of them just always are worried about due dates and this and that i'm just like dude like the reason you're in college or the reason you should be in college is like to to like grow as like a critical thinker so that you can like that was my problem that's why i dropped out was because i went to college and um this is actually a perfect time to talk about this when i was in in college like i've always i've always been like a like a 2.8 gpa guy like that's always (laughs) what i was in high school 2.8 i could play baseball like i hey i was i wasn't out on the bubble maybe a couple times but like you know i'd I'd crush a couple classes fuck up a couple classes and and get to a 2.8 and so i get to college i go to a state school um this is during the tuition hikes too so they're charging like in 2008 in the uh csu uh stuff there was crazy tuition hikes there were like protests and everything so i'm 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 there and i get there and i'm and i'm looking at the people who are doing well in school like next to me and they, i'm like these people are fucking retarded like i'm like, <laughs> like, like i'm like looking at this person i'm like you are stupid and yeah. like that was where but then somebody summarized it to me like at college, this guy dropped out too. So me and him were on the same page, but he was like, some people are educated beyond their intellect. And I was like, fuck, 
You're right. What? Like that's exactly and like yeah. co- like a, like college. If you were to take just baseline level classes with baseline level professors, average everything all around, you have to just be like a recipient of information, and and then write it down on a paper and forget it. You know, and, that's and I, like well, and I would I would even I would even modify that slightly. That yes, generally speaking, people are educated beyond their elect. It because it's just a jobs training program and not a real job not like a skill set but like a fucking again a laptop class kind of thing but even even for smart people it's it's dumb inducing like look at like look what's happening yeah but you're you're not you know you're not what i'm talking about no well i'm not talking about me i'm i'm saying like look at someone like you know like and again not someone i totally agree with on everything and whatever but like like brett weinstein on on, exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) like you know his not you know just as an example just like his covid stuff with you know where he he's like extremely careful like extremely normy and it's just like hey like maybe big pharma is kind of like controlling shit and you know you you can't be too careful for these guys you you will be sucked in and you will be spit out you know what i'm saying like you know, even for the smart because i'm not you know again we talk about how like doctors are dumb or whatever or you know <laughs> philosophy professors are dumb but like a lot of them aren't they're just not they're just lazy. They're intellectually lazy. Ooh, you know, I like it. That's I'm curious. They're just yeah. bots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's their, and their goals, their goals, their ambitions don't lie outside of like doing well at their job. Exactly. Facts. Yeah. Jesus. And yeah. nothing and no, nothing good can come out. No good thought can come out of that, you know? And None. and you know, we've talked about before about you know the whole adjunct scene and how everyone's even like academia is even in academia now, everyone's a gig worker. Right. And tenure's gone from like what seventy-five percent to twenty-five percent in a generation, you know, which yeah. is kind of wild. Yeah. And uh That's but, uh, yeah. What do you do you have ambitions beyond it? Do you have do you ever get because you know it seems like what but it for every teacher that I know that is like based, like I'm sure like it like you like you are, you get kind of I'd say I assume you get kind of high off of like the kids actually respecting you and being like, Oh, this is a real one right here. Do you does that kind of happen to you where you're like where the kids actually respect especially since they're freshmen and shit they're actually oh like they're actually learning something and this is actually kind of tight yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of times they're like well there's a good quote from i forgot what thinker it was but they said like that you know you should always be skeptical of people who are in power telling you that like oh don't worry about my power <laughs> so i really have to do a lot of work to tell the kids like look don't worry about your grades if you get most of your stuff and you'll be fine like just be here to like ask questions and like try to figure out you know, what you're curious about and things like that. Yeah, it's so easy. I mean, what I think Heidek and I were talking about this is like, I find that the teachers and professors who like are the most stressed out are the ones who are like most obsessed with like their hierarchical role, you know, mm-hmm. like the ones who, because I'm not like, you know, the re- one of the reasons why I was attracted to like communism when I was like a little younger is because it removes like kind of hierarchy. Everybody gets a voice. And that's how I was raised. My parents, my mom always said that she's like, you know, because a lot of kids are raised like, oh, respect your parents, blah, blah, blah. But my parents were always just like, oh, we want you to have your input, regardless of how old you are. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of how I do it with my students. Like, you know, I'm not afraid to learn from them because even if they're not as educated or old, as old as I am, it's like, yeah, a lot of them have like had better takes than I have on certain things. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're fucking right. So uh, as long as you don't make people feel stupid, I think that's the best way to get them to care. Um, yeah. Doc- I, I mean, going back to doctors, right? Like, what, at my doctor's office, I always end up seeing a nurse practitioner who I like a lot better because yeah. I'm sure she's giving shit by the doctors. So she can like actually nurses. talk to me. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she can talk to me like a person. Whereas when I see the doctors, they just like 
They, you're talking to the CEO, you're talking to the doctor. Yeah, exactly. You're talking to the manager. <laughs> well, doctors yeah. are retarded is probably the mission statement of this. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it's on the it's on the thing. You got to touch it like Notre Dame players. They touch the sign before they come out. Yeah. <laughs> doctors yeah. are like maybe the most neoliberal like brunch subjects ever. They're Absolutely. salesmen. They're fucking salesmen. They're doctors yes. are salesmen. That's all they I are. This, I said this exact phrase out loud like less than 12 hours ago. It's so fucking true. Like, they're just fucking like the marketing department for, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies. That's pretty shit. Imagine yeah. the depression. Again, this goes back to the fucking essay in the movie. Like, because, you know, the, the, the MCAT is legit hard. You know, it's like you have to know a lot of physics and chemistry and shit and like study a lot of, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard test to pass imagine the depression where you're just like you become a doctor and your life isn't even about helping people and you're just fucking cucked by the pharmacy you it's know, just it's like literally hawking drugs. their products <laughs> yeah and you the only consolation is money like you have like a fuck ton of money or whatever you know it's like yeah, yeah it's Jesus, and then you could have man, the little like, lance armstrong outfit and ride your bike from like you know yeah out in the out in yeah. the streets all day and then like clock into work for like six hours yeah 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 and then and then and then the lifestyle is so alienating like so alienating yes the the interesting thing is that like the people who are paid a ton of money they don't even like because the goal when you're to me at least is like the goal of if i ever want to make like good money my goal is to save as much as i can so i can like not have to work a lot yeah these people like their their idea perfect bitcoin guy by the way i just want you to know (laughs) store value bro (laughs) yeah Yeah, you you gotta get a key keeper ira shout out jeff vandrew you gotta get yeah yeah yeah. oh my god (laughs) Yeah. But no, it's it's like a lot of these people like they I think I saw this like, you know, a lot of people like because they don't have time outside of their their work lives to like pursue anything. Yeah. So what they do is they try to cram as much consumption as possible into their free time, which just ends up a like they can't save money to build like toward a life they actually want to live and be like um, the things that cost the most money usually suck. Like, yeah. Save for like going out to like restaurants and stuff. This food is awesome, but like all these people just go on these retarded vacations to islands yep. that look the same, and and they don't even venture off into like you know actually experiencing what it's like to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know the travel thing is like fucking crazy to me. I remember when I was working at this bar, this like girl who worked with me, she was like a teacher, and she was always broke. And I was like, how are you broke? Like you're a teacher, like they make decent money. You're like a single woman. She was like, she literally went on like 10 vacations a year. Yeah. And I would see them all on Snapchat and they would just be fucking boring. Like she would just always have a drink in her hand and like some exotic locale. And I was yeah. like, just like go to a fucking uh, like photo studio and like have them green screen it. Like the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, the island. Um, yeah. Yeah. People like yeah. people. The thing about the university and academia and education is like you can't. The goal is not to like teach people how to like think. So that, like, if you teach them how to think too well, they're not going to buy shit. <laughs> That's so, like, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, bar. Are you guys? Are you guys? Terrence McKenna, are you guys Terrence McKenna fans? No, but I I know I know of him. Well, we were we've been getting well. I've been I've been. He's a like a hippie, right? He's like a hippie drug guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, a fucking much, yeah. he's incredible. He, he's the Harlem professor, right? <laughs> hey, what, what, okay, okay. Yeah. You know what Terrence McKenna is? Terrence McKenna. I've been getting into him lately. He's a laundry day guy. Laundry day. Yeah, throw on a Terrence McKenna YouTube, just a lecture. Hell yeah! And and the the, the trippy part about Terrence McKenna, and and side, don't forget your point because I want you to no go no no go ahead yeah yeah. But but the um the trippy part about him is like, I the what the stuff he's talking about it like, 
it happens like in real time with me where like I'll be folding clothes and I'm not listening to what he's saying. Exactly. Like I am, yeah. I am like, I'm listening, but not really. I'm doing stuff around there. And then all of a sudden, like in my head, I'll have this crazy ass idea. And I know that that was inspired by Terrence McKenna. Yep. Yeah. And it's a trip. He, he's and, like a, he's like a field. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a random generate generated like proxy for, for ideas. I don't know. It's, it's a trip. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah you, you put them on and you won't even be paying attention, but his little gnome voice is in the background. Just yeah. Travel I love that. Laundry day guy. I love that. Yeah. yeah. But no, but he, he said exactly, exactly what you said uh, about, you know, you can, you, you know, that you, you educate people to a certain degree and uh, it just, you know, you, you educate them out of the consumerist mindset, you know, and it's boop, can't do that. You know, it's that you got to reel that back in. And he was a Berkeley guy, you know, he was like a, he was one of those, many of those dudes that like Berkeley in the late sixties type of dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then he said he, and Sorry. he was like, you know, he was like a fucking, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no. So I was thinking of American psycho. Like it's one of my favorite <laughs> clips is like, oh, where yeah. the guy's like, he was part of that whole Yale thing, Paul. Yeah. And then he's like, the, the yeah. Yale thing and he's like yeah, yeah he was doing copious amounts of drugs and having homosexual sex and yeah. like, I'm sorry go on a beautiful line I love yeah. that yeah. <laughs> one of the best Incredible. lines of any movie. In, the, in the movie yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry. go on but he has this he always talks about like how he went back to Berkeley and you know it was like same thing everyone was getting educated out of everything uh you know and the, and and then he went back and he was like it all like Berkeley even fucking Berkeley became like all about like data entry and ledgers and just like uh. studying how to become like a like literally a trade school for being a, for being like a lame ass like office worker and just, just how you know everything gets scaled back you know like that it's pretty interesting and you know there's a lot of you know the hippie thing is like you, you, again it is a straight consumer with like four o's consumer lifestyle now <laughs> you know which i actually wanted to do you have any more you want to elaborate on that? Because I, you know, I consider myself like a hippie. Let's let's make that the last thing we talk about. I think that's a good thing. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll do that. yeah. Because I I I've seen that. I'm like, holy shit! Like to be a hippie now, you literally just you're literally just like buying blenders and solar panels and shit. Like it's just like a whole new <laughs> got my neutral bullet, my tie dye shirt, and I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Wait, wait, what's your question? It, just if you want to wax on the um like the hippies okay. as consumers Anti-consumer as consumers thing. Lifestyle. Well, or no, like the pro-consumer hippies, you know, like the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like yeah. the the beats are kind of like the evolution. The, the beats almost prefigured the hippies. Yeah. Like the modern day beats are what kind of the hippies graduated into, like where you're anti-capitalism, but like you're gonna buy a lot of stuff to show that you are anti-capitalism. <laughs> um, like that's like the extreme end of the spectrum, but like a lot of the people who are like like the irony is like a lot of people will buy products to show that they're like environmentally conscious. But those products are super expensive and those products also require tons of energy to make. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know, the irony of, uh, yeah, like a good example would be like, you know, uh, thinking about sustainable, quote unquote, sustainable diets, like not eating meat, but substituting that with like things like, I don't know, like almonds and avocados, which are extremely. Oh, here we go. Ter- yeah, just are extremely terrible for, like, don't they take up so much like water to grow? Water. Like, Oh, we've talked about it. You might have been you might have been listening then. We talked about it. Well we won't get into this debate now. I think because I think our literally our next episode we're gonna talk about this, but like the yeah, almonds are literally like a gallon an almond of water. Uh, Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, thirsty nuts. Fucking nuts. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. thirsty ass nuts. Yeah. Now to be fair, be I'll say size point, beef is like 10x that. 
like well I'll, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think well i think it's funny just in terms of yeah whether it's teslas or so and you know i feel bad because i do i do have dreams of like making a fuck ton of money or crypto or whatever and just balling out on some crazy off-grid setup where i you know i go hard on the like the solar crypto mcafee but i also know yeah but i also know it's total horseshit and that uh <laughs> you know like if you're you know like like you know buying like a buying a tesla is no different than buying a fucking ferrari like honestly it's not you know well, especially because like, the battery like what do you do with the battery when exactly, it's done it fucking just like, sits there those lithium batteries don't fucking they don't yeah. decompose properly yeah oh yeah yeah no yeah, like, gonna... yeah yeah go ahead yeah, I was gonna say, Todd, this kind of loops in, you know, to close the loop on your essay. Like, um, I don't think you quote uh, Marcuse, but Marcuse has this concept about, like, you know, he calls it one-dimensional society or the one-dimensional man. And basically, the idea is that like modernity is completely all-encompassing, or that in that everything that can be thought is like sold to you, right? I think you say that in your essay. Right? Um, hmm. And so, like, you get to the point where the only form of expression is consumption. Um, so the only way you can express your environmental consciousness or your radical politics or, you know, your favorite sports team, whatever it is, is through consumption, right? Because there is no doing anymore, right? It's like, all you do is like, you wear, you consume and you like, uh, advertise, you know, and like that, I think like, so to get to your point on like, why do hippies now <laughs> like buy Teslas or whatever, you know, like, like, it, I mean, it, it kind of gets into that where you're not. You can't show engaging off. with the real like world or real society is almost like an extinct concept where like everything is is marketed advertised and branded right but yeah. Like, go ahead. yeah like like you can't like to like being anti-capitalist now means showing that you're being anti-capitalist and you can't do that if you're not buying things uh-huh right? it's the it's the aoc shirt shirt store online you know it's yeah fucking, exactly yeah, it's, it's, pay, it's yeah. paying it's paying eighty dollars yeah. for racist yeah yeah it's it's paying eighty dollars for a tax the rich t-shirt um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That a politician is telling you, like it's. Uh, but the thing is, like, yeah, I think Slothrop said it. Like, the most radical thing you can do is just like destroy your smartphone and like, oh, yeah. and, like live off the grid. Um, Slothrop rocks. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, Slothrop yeah, is. Yeah. I feel like Slothrop is like the synthesis of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, well, one one thing I'll say about the the hippies is like. There's a class, there's like a caste system in hippie world Hell yeah. as well. Hell like, yeah. Like I, there's a place out where, um, you know, Cy and I are from and I'm still there, but um, like Santa Cruz, there's an area um, out there. Anybody knows about that. That's where the boardwalk is and stuff and uh, mm-hmm. in California. And, but if you go like deep into the hills there, there's a hippie culture. Like these motherfuckers have guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like they're strapped up. Like they'll have yeah. a tie-dye shirt looking like Jerry Garcia and shit. Oh and God. like they're making their own Ben and Jerry's recipe back there. And they'll and they and they're they're strapped up. Like they're ready to yeah. go for anything. And these are the people that like that's hippie shit to me. Yeah. Is like is like the I'm I can live sustainably. And if anybody tries to stop that shit, I got I got I got something ready for them. And you know I know I mean? well it's it's and, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. yeah. Please. No, and I know I know like I know a hippie that is has been through like the ring. It's like we were talking about the guy that like prover- the proverbial prover- guy that's been through so much that it's just living life now. Right. And mm-hmm. like legit lives in a fucking baller ass house, but literally like fasts all day long and doesn't eat, doesn't buy the newest shit. Does it, you know? So it's like, it's weird how there's all these dichotomies of like, you know, like some people can, you know, it, it's just interesting how, you know, like the, the different striations of what's going on here, you know? And, and, 
I don't know. Do you guys know that? What is it? Real goods? That real good store? It's like it's a total. It's like it's like a solar panel installation company. I think that's what it's called. And but it is like it's straight like fucking Sky Mall. You look in that catalog and it's like it's fucking. And then you go to the spot. You can drive like on. I think on the 101 it's just right off the highway and it's just it's fucking incredible but it's know. like yeah, you could blow like a milli dude just like just it's crazy <laughs> yeah and it's yeah so i don't know you know it's well because these are hippies that yeah. work at fucking google and that's yeah. not hippies. yeah i'm sorry like yeah. like these are hippies that work at like tech companies that are basically like getting rid of ludditeism you know what i mean like For they're real. they're and I'm, I'm not saying we got to go back to fucking you know you know like old school hammer and nail shit which i you know hey i don't hate that but the the there is a caste system with these people where and I see it with like like one, one thing I, I've constantly seen with like, I uh, I don't know if you guys know who Caleb Maupin is Maupin. I don't know how you say his name, but I've heard like, of him. I don't know. Yeah, no, cool, cool guy. Like he's getting killed by like the vouches and like the bread oh, to sure. people. He's getting like killed by those guys. Like that like means you're doing something right. <laughs> Contrapoints like all those people are going after him. And um, but he like wrote a book basically saying like bread tube serves imperialism and i haven't read the book so i'm not gonna wax on that but oh like, i think twink rev was uh yeah 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 no no no. he's, he's of that mm-hmm. like sphere uh good dude and um like i kind of like what he stands for but um everything i've seen i have like i go through his mentions and like his replies and it's fantastic and it's all these like super like lefty like it's like the you know say what you will about what like actually left is fake left versus you know post left versus this left or whatever like the left is clearly this like bullshit left like that's what it is like we have to admit that that's it's the aoc left left. that's what it is it's the connotations matter and these what i've come to realize is like everything comes down to consumer choice like everything comes down to it and like even leftism because these people are smearing caleb Moppin for going after youtube people saying And they're saying that he doesn't do communism correctly, which basically you're reducing communism down to a consumer choice, which is like fucking tech platform. Hilarious. (laughs) Like hilarious that you're, you're reducing. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like they, and these people, then you flip the script on them. They don't believe in ethical consumption under capitalism. And it's like, wait, but why are you? I've never heard that used properly. I hate, that's such a cope whenever anyone says that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that was all I had on that, but shit. <laughs> yeah. What are you writing next? You got anything coming down the pipeline? Hey, God. Um, I'm writing an essay. I'm in the process of writing an essay about uh, supermarkets. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Oh, supermarkets I, kind of. Come well, on Hedick again. Was, come on again. Cause I used to work there. So yeah. 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 Come Hedick on. Again. And I were kind of, well, Hedick worked. What? Yeah. He worked in a supermarket. We've had a lot of good ideas about this, but I kind of like Hedick, I think said this idea that supermarkets like remove the idea, well, Bojiro talks about this, but like this, like the reason why we look back at the artifacts, the reason why we look at old things and desire them, or like the reason why the trad stuff is popular is because we want origins, right? Think about why stories are so popular in terms of like, like think about why products always have to tell their story of the product because yeah. people want to be attached to origins because right now there's no origins to anything. Everything's just mass produced. So I, um, my, my argument is that the supermarket kind of reduces it, it, a reduces complexity. B it eliminates like the idea of like labor, and C it, it removes the idea of origin. Because products just appear on shelves, yeah. and food like is just kind of 
it's almost like synthetic, even meat, yeah. right? Yeah. You look at a piece of beef in the store, like the last thing you think of is a cow, you know? Yeah. Yep. So you have no idea where things are coming okay, from. Okay, you guys are going to have to come on very soon again. It's going to be, it's yeah, gonna be yeah, a yeah, I can't wait never... to read that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, yeah. I, and, yeah, even, yeah. and I was just thinking, right when you were saying all this, I was even thinking about, well, first of all, it's like, especially post-COVID, I, I can't even go into like a supermarket anymore without just having the most like alienating, as you say, experience. It's, it's, like, it, it's dystopian. But, at the same time, if there's a, a motherfucker stocking the shelf when I'm trying to get something, it like I'm like, why are you here, bro? Like, like you you have to be stocking this shelf right now. I need this product right now. You yeah. know, it's where it's like even even the even the even the fact of or even the instance of someone putting something on a shelf is so like jarring to the exp- jarring <laughs> to the experience of it just being there for you, ready to plug. Wow, that's so true. That's so, yeah. That's so, so it's like we've all been we've all been fucking sigh off into the super. Yeah. Just to wrap up, because we were talking also, yeah. Um, well, obviously about COVID, but um, like the whole group of people that was like, we should have just shut down society, right? Yeah. Like they're victims of that kind of, you know, knowingly or, or unknowingly of that, I don't want to say mindset, but just like of a reality that is complete instant gratification in the sense that everything appears, right? Nothing is sort of yeah. so. Yeah. Um, like you can't just shut down society, obviously, because food wouldn't appear on shelves. But if you think food just appears on shelves, that's, you yeah. don't really realize that, right? You have to think through it because they're not—they yeah. don't understand. Like the supply chain is yeah. an element of society that would have to stay open. Which is a lot of people that run that. Yeah, <laughs> let's just like the Grubhub Uber Eats, like Rob Russo people. You know, <laughs> just like yeah. Rob Russo literally Rousseau. tried to convince people that uh, every one out of every hundred times they they walked outside, they they. Die the piano. The piano fall fall on the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the best. One of the best tweets ever. I I fucking that's um, that mother. That's violence. That's that's intellectual violence. That was when you were on with Alex G. I remember on Fed Post. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. When when that was absurd. When, when, oh, yeah, he, he said that, and it's funny because you made it one percent, which it's not even one percent. Like that's that's the best part about all of it is like oh that piano is like the piano falling on your head if you're a healthy person is not even one percent. It's like, not even it's, yeah. also, every I think he said every time you go outside, it's every like every time. It's, it's so like, like it's, a, it's like the Acme rigging crew is like Rob Russo's coming <laughs> yeah, outside, yeah, yeah, pulling yeah. on the ropes to get that the, yeah. hey, get the grand piano ready. It's Rob Russo coming outside. It means you yeah. like the, the hundredth time, you, the hundredth time you go outside, you're on borrowed time. Like yeah. you know, yeah. Like yeah. at that point, you're Rob PVPS. Russo's like, are these workers union? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a fucking uh, Russian roulette with a gun with a hundred fucking rounds in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. one bullet in there. Yeah, it, just, <laughs> and you got to play five times a day. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> five times right. a day. Yeah, yeah. Robert has not been outside for five years. Okay, Robert, so <laughs> more like yeah. Jacques Cousteau is better than Robert, so I'll just say yeah. that much. But yeah. uh, any, <laughs> anyways, I appreciate you guys coming through, man. Uh, I could talk to you guys forever, yeah. but damn, it's always the best. Um, yeah. yeah, it's always always the best. Uh, when you write that supermarket essay, just you know, come yeah. on, just just show up. You know, I what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. we'll we'll be here, both of you guys yeah. too, every time. Um, a god uh, at sweet egg person on Twitter. <laughs> Headache is at Mr. John Butler Tron on Twitter. Um, he doesn't post anything, but just follow him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah uh, D- DMs are open. I'll maybe I'll, I'll post something. My once in every three month uh, post, I'll put something up there. So the everybody... DMs are open. I don't know what that I'm, means, but yeah, okay. hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to watch supermarket takes, if, go if there. You know, if you know any freaks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let them know. Yeah. What's yeah. your area code? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at Glenn Rockney. He's at Crypto Size. This is at Rare Candy Pod One. We have a Led Zeppelin live stream coming on Thursday. Um, more episodes coming soon. 
appreciate you guys for coming through. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Um, we get killed in the reviews sometimes because of COVID <laughs> stuff. So if you, you like <laughs> us, just just tell Apple that you like us. I mean, I I don't. I'm, that's personally not what I would do, but I you know it's Apple. That's we live in a society, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for us guys. All right, peace. All right, peace. Thanks peace, for having. Guys.